Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, whatever time of the day you are watching this broadcast. This is Dr. Eric Tangumonkan with IEM Approach, where we inspire, equip, and motivate people to discover God's great potential in them, develop that potential, and deploy it. You have great potential in you. However, you have to discover it. You have to put in the hard work. Yes, it's going to take hard work. It's going to take you pushing yourself to develop that potential, to harness it. It doesn't end there. You've been gifted, not just for the sake of the gift. You've been endowed so that you can render goods and services to other people. If, you're right, if your life right now lacks energy, lacks meaning, lacks purpose, if you're anxious, if you're depressed, if you're worried, I want to encourage you to think about taking care meeting the needs of other people. You are here at the right time and for you to be fulfilled, you must discover what has been deposited in you by your creator, develop it and start using it to serve others. You can serve other people by producing, by providing goods and services. I want to thank you so much for joining us today and for being part of this move to help immigrants no matter where they are on the face of the earth, to do well. I want to thank you for your support, your feedback, and for your encouragement. If you haven't done it yet, do me a favor. Use some of your social capital. Can you spend a little bit of social capital to support what we're doing here today, most of the times we think of doing something and the next thing is I don't have something to give. No, you have a lot of social capital. Invest some if you like what you've been hearing so far. Click the like button, click the share, Share what you are listening, share what you are watching, and invite other people to join us. And if you want to go the extra mile, this is the resource out of what out of which I've been speaking for the past 35 days. Today we're going to be talking about accent reduction. 
I know some of you are having a hard time understanding me because I have an accent. We're going to talk about accent reduction today. That is what I'm thinking about, or should I say that is what I'm thinking about. We're going to dive into the reasons why all of us have an accent. All of us have an accent. Yes, I'm talking to you, including you. Everybody on the face of the earth has an accent. Everybody that speaks, no matter where they are found, they have an accent. Every human being has an accent. Everybody, black, white, yellow, the colors, the colored, and the uncolored or the colorless. Everybody has an accent. Everybody on every continent has an accent. I cannot overemphasize that. It's important for us to understand that before we talk about accent reduction. If you are joining us for the first time, the purpose of this series of broadcasts is to help immigrants not only thrive, but excel for them to get to the top of their game. I'm excited to talk about accent reduction today. If you are an immigrant in the United States of America, the chances are you must have heard this. I like your accent. Where is your accent from? Please, those of you who keep reminding people that they have an accent, do you really want to know what some of us think? When you bring that up, I'm here to advocate that you stop telling people that you like their accent. America is multicultural, it's multi-ethnic. There are people from all over the world. And it is a given that all of us have an accent. Therefore, stop reminding people that they have an accent. I'm talking to you who is working with other immigrants. Don't keep reminding them that they have an accent because you too, you have an accent. All of us do. 
when you tell us, when you tell people they have an accent, your intentions may be good. But what you are actually saying without knowing is that you are telling them they don't belong. They are foreign. They are not an integral part of what you've been used to and familiar with. Let that sink for a, a minute. It's very rude and condescending to tell people you like their accent. What is it about somebody's accent that you like? Is it that the accent is exotic? Please, if you haven't heard that before, now you've heard. If you are fond of telling people that you like their accent, stop it. Put an end to it. Vow that from today henceforth, I will never tell anybody I like their accent. You may think it's strange, but we don't like it. I don't like it when people tell me they like my accent. What I indirectly say is that I'm not from here. Yeah, for sure I'm not from here. Don't remind me about that. And that is why talking about accent reduction is going to be within the context of improving communication. It's not about anybody's accent being primitive, being backward, uncivilized, you name it. There isn't any wrong accent. There's no such thing as a bad accent. We acquire an accent based upon how we learned our ABCs and the context and the environment in which we were born and raised. And it is very insulting, condescending for anybody anywhere in the world to think that there are primitive accents and some accents are advanced. No, there isn't any such thing. What is important is to emphasize on effective communication between people. There is a lot that has influenced the way most of us speak. Most immigrants, the majority of immigrants, I can say all immigrants that come to the United States of America speak more than one language. Some speak five, I do, I speak five different languages. And all these different languages, they have different ways of, of pronouncing different 
objects, different ways of expressions. And some of these languages have components of it that are strange in the English language. Take, for example, the English language, the, the Mundani language that I spoke as a kid. In the Mundani language, we don't have the letter R. We don't have R. You may be wondering, so what do we do when we want to say, uh, for example, Rula or Roland or Mary or Road? I mean, all those uh, words that start with R. What do we do? You know what we do? In the place of R, we'll replace it with L. If you go to the area that I was born right now, those that have not gone to school and learned the English language, they don't use the letter R. So if they want to say ruler, for example, they will say lula instead of rula. If they want to say Mary, for example, they will say mele. If it's rulan, it will be lulan. You get the point. Now, what brings out our accent is when we leave the environment that we were born in and we are taken into a different environment. In the case of uh, immigrants, they actually migrate, they change at times from one part of the country to the other or they move from one country to the other. And that is why everybody those in the United States that were born and raised in the United States who have never gone out of the country, when you also go to India or to Africa or to Britain, Japan or Australia, you are going to speak and some people will not understand you because you have an accent. When the, those from Australia, come to the United States and speak, they will have an accent. When those from Britain go to Africa and speak, they will have an accent. Everybody does. Fortunately for me, when I was a kid, I attended a bordering uh, school when, when I was in secondary school or middle school. And I had teachers from all over. My math teacher was from Madagascar. He spoke French and English, but he had an accent. I remember he said something the likes of, uh, you see, you see, you see a thing like this, you see a thing like this, uh, uh, King, King uh, um, uh, President, uh, President Kennedy, he was shooted, you know, he, he was shooted. We laughed at it. And I've never forgotten that. My chemistry teacher was from France, physics teacher from Germany, 
My English teacher was from England. My uh, religious knowledge teacher was from Scotland. Literature teacher from Italy. Geography teacher was from Cameroon. Because of that, I was exposed to a variety of accents when I was still young. And that is why right now I don't have difficulties understanding when people speak, no matter where they're coming from. Everybody has an accent. If we don't accept that, it's going to be very difficult for us to get to the point where we can understand each other very well. It's very rude, it's very uncomfortable when you are in a team with people and when you speak, instead of these people focusing on what you're trying to tell them, they allow your accent to distract them and they, they end up thinking that because you don't sound like them, you don't speak like them, somehow it diminishes quality of your contribution, that has to stop. Everybody has an accent. I remember when I was working for a consulting firm here in Dallas and my boss was trying to uh, gain a contract with uh, a company in India. And the owners of this company called him on the phone and I saw her, he did everything within his power. He went above and beyond everything to make sure he followed the conversation. I think most of the times when we interact with other people and we refuse to push ourselves to understand what they are saying, is because we give up on them. We undermine, we underlook, we think our, our accent is superior, we think They are the ones who have a problem. They really don't have a problem. They don't have a problem. You have a problem. You cannot decipher different accents. I think even within the context of the United States, I've lived here long enough, driven across the whole country to where I realize those from the, the North speak differently from those from the South. There are accents all over the country. Now, let me go back to the immigrants. If you've moved and you are aware that you have an accent, that communicating with other people is going to be a little challenging, I want to encourage you to do something about reducing your accent. In other words, you need to focus on effective communication. I'm not saying that the accent that you have makes you inferior or that there's something wrong with you. That is the way you were raised. Now you should focus on communicating in a way that people will understand you. Giving eye contact, speaking slowly, and making sure that you pay attention if you're speaking to people and they get lost, 
you should slow down, be considerate, because your accent may hamper you from moving forward. If you're trying to sell an idea or sell a product and you pass the information across in a way that your customers don't get it, you are going to lose that opportunity. You're going to lose the business. And if you're a member of a team and you speak in a way that the information does not go through, you're not going to be an effective team member. This is a two-way traffic. Everybody on the team must understand that we all have accents. And it is not good that some members of the team assume that, oh, let the immigrants work on understanding them while they're not also working on understanding the immigrants. They are accent reduction programs out there. If you're having a hard time communicating with people, we're going to talk about joining the Toastmasters and learning how to do public speaking and what that can do for you as an immigrant to do well. I don't want you to feel uncomfortable with your accent. Yeah, you can say, say I'm thinking mother, water, or I'm thinking. It doesn't make you less human. It's possible to reduce your accent, slow down, speak slowly. It's possible for those who are having a hard time understanding other people. Also slow down and stop reminding people that you like their accent because you too have an accent. If you were to be taken out of this country to any other country, when you speak, people will have a hard time understanding you as well. I want to thank you so much for listening to me today. You've been listening to Dr. Eric Tangumonken with IEM Approach where we inspire, equip, and motivate people to discover God's great potential in them, develop that potential, and deploy it. Until next time, God bless you.